If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. It's the Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, I see that countdown. It makes me want to blast off, baby. Welcome to Throttled Adventures, another episode. <laughs> I am Cody, and Chappie is choking to death over there. Hopefully he'll be all right. I hope you don't have the vid. I can, yeah, I got my camera on. No, I hope you don't have the vid. That doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Oh, it was all make-believe? We'll talk about no, that off the not, air. Not make-believe. <laughs> so, Alrighty. I got these stickers today, and I think you got some too. I did. And they will be added to the... moto Yeah, they they should be in the... People have already seen the logo in the podcast artwork that... For this episode, if they're listening to it. Down in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little B and a tire, and it says B-Moto. Boutiche. Speaking of Boutiche, have you... uh, Packed up your motor in the cooler and threw in some ice and some beer? Well, we're waiting for like Monday because that's payday. <laughs> oh. So it's not shipped off. You yet. can't even There's afford work to do. A freaking Walmart cooler. <laughs> I I can't even afford a fucking Red Bull right now, so Oh, that really but sucks. It does really suck, but that's my life and I'm kind of used to it. But uh, <laughs> the point being you inspired me <laughs> before I forget. Um Pete had mentioned that him and Paul are going to this Toratech rally yes. in Washington. And uh, June. So right. when, yeah, and I think it is in June. And you are going to this thing with your wife. Mm. So I thought, hmm, maybe I'll ask my wife. And I thought she would just be like, no, we're going to be doing a different BDR later. And she's like, we ought to talk about it. Maybe that would be fun. So. Cool. You may have inspired a trip that I wasn't even planning on this year. Holy crap. Yeah. Son of a gun. But yeah, that, that depends on the fundage. Uh, I may be broke, fundage. but I got one of these this week, too. A Porta Passa? A Porta Passa. Now I can put my toes in the water and ass in the sand. Not a worry in the world. Cold something in my hand. Mm-hmm. Life would be good that day if I could afford the cerveza. Cerveza. No, just no uh, huevos. huevos. No No huevos. huevos. And no tequila. I already played that game, so. (laughs) Mr. and tequila and me don't get along. Beseme Rabo. Say, uh, what do they call you at work? (laughs) Rabo Grande. I need to learn more Spanish. Rabo Rabo Grande. Grande. Okay. Rabo Grande. I'm working on... Spanish El Hombre, I learned that one, uh, but I already knew it because of, you know, Anderson. So, many, many trips, hopefully. Many trips. Nice. Proud to uh, have a new sponsor board. Yes. You need to tell us about about the letter you were telling me earlier. Oh, it was signed it or something. Me. Yes. Uh, 
we each got a letter in the mail with some stickers. Uh, we're supposed to be doing a sticker swap, which I have stickers. I still have to send them to you. And when I send them to you, I'll send them to them as well. Um, but I don't remember giving them my address. I must have. I'm tired today. Or maybe somebody else did. Ah, that could be too. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think I was supposed to. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really, really tired. So I can't remember really a whole tired. lot of anything right now. So, uh, yeah, so I got a letter and, it, you know, they told us how excited they are to be working with us. Uh, they gave us some stickers and it was signed by Paul and Pete, the janitor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I let my daughter read it today. And uh, when she saw that, she about fell off her chair laughing. The janitor? Well, it was funny said, because well, when we were talking to them. yeah, He was talking about cleaning the toilet? Pete, yeah, Pete made a joke about he doesn't have any qualifications at the shop. He's just the janitor. And he said, you know, I'd clean the toilet today. You want me to take a picture? <laughs> I was like, no, we don't want to see you on the toilet. <laughs> no, no, we don't need to see the throne. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so no update I mean, on the motor because Cody's broke. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much the engine, the motor's broke and I'm broke. Uh, but as we speak right now, the tools are in my daughter's car because she had to work from my house today. And uh, they're on their way over there, and tomorrow I will be uh, dismantling said KTM. I'm excited. Mm. I am excited to get it going. So while I'm driving yeah, to Maryland, we'll till you're going to tear it apart. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so. taking it apart is the easy part. I can do that all day long. I love taking stuff apart. It's when you go to put it back together that I get it from. Yeah, make sure you either put the screws back where they came out or – Put them in a bag and label it. them. I'm going to put it in a bag and label it like Johnny Mac does yeah. and video it and take pictures. I'm going to as Cody proof it as I can. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say because when you take the screws and it's like two, three, four weeks before you need them again. Yeah. You forget like you forget. which screw is which. And Actually, I learned a trick last time I worked on a two-stroke motor. This guy drew like the case and then he took the screws and he got a piece of cardboard and he drew it on the cardboard. I mean, not an artist, but the shape of it. And he put the screws right where they were and it holds the screw in that cardboard. And I thought that was pretty slick. Yeah. Because how many times do you knock over? I've put them on a piece of paper labeled and then you knock it over when you're looking for something else. And then you're right. like, oh crap. <laughs> so kind of a cool trick. Yeah, I usually, um, I'll take them and put them in a little plastic bag, like a Ziploc sandwich bag or something like that. Here we are That's talking smart. about That's the Johnny Mac does. tips for, yeah, because like if one of them gets knocked over and kicked around the garage or something like that, you'll never find it again. So. Yeah, we call those discontinued parts. <laughs> discontinued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully there's no none of those when i send it to them and they tell us what's wrong with my bike hopefully it's not because there's discontinued parts yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah cody i don't know why but the screw that's supposed to hold the connecting rod to the oh that's where that went <laughs> yeah you only have one connecting rod screw so the the connecting only rod one. cap came off and your and piston that, you know, shot through the spark plug and out your I'm just exhaust and come up through my nuts because my whole life I pictured when you blow up an engine on a motorcycle, uh, that the piston comes up through your seat and gives you a to the nuts. Thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> I've never heard of I'm that. I'm not happening. the only one that's thought that. I've never heard of it, but that's <laughs> kind of what I, I thought. I'll like, tell you what. If anybody else has ever thought that, uh, come on into Discord. Yeah, come on into Discord and let us know. Let Cody know he is not one. alone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Lie to me. Make me feel better. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh so 
For uh, today's episode, we are going back to the Camping 101 series, and we're going to talk about how to pack your camping gear onto your bike to make it more user-friendly, I guess, like, because you don't want the stuff kind of like hanging off or too heavy on one side or whatever, because some of the camping stuff is heavy, especially if you're bringing pots and pans and stuff like that. Yep, it's definitely uh, good to weight it correctly, and uh, and we'll get into weighting it as well as um, using it, because if you just weigh things and, and pack it that way, then using it could be kind of weird. Yeah, because you hate to have you, to pull out your... If your spoon's on one side of pannier and your bowl's on the other side and the cook thing's in the top thing... Hey, we're not I talking mean, about smoking. <laughs> Why not? No bowls oh, necessary. No. Put it in the air. Uh, you know, these e-cigarettes taste a lot better than regular ones. Yeah. I'm like Iron Man. You got a heart monitor? I got a heart monitor. For the week. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. My wife says, you can't kill a cockroach, so I think I'm good. Now, you can kill a cockroach, you just can't get rid of all of them. Oh, is that the story? Yes, because each cockroach gives like a million babies, which wow. is a wonder that's, why. Yeah, That's it's, effective. It's it's a wonder <laughs> why the whole world isn't covered in them. But anywho. It might be, we just can't see them. El cockroach, see, I'm working on my Espanola. Uh, oh, I learned El Mujara. El Mujer? El Mujer? Mujer. This woman, I think. Mujer. 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 So, El Hombre and Mujer. La Mujer. You know, I got a passport. I might end up in Mexico somewhere. Never know. But uh, let's let's go to packing, like packing your bike. Yeah. So, uh, there's a couple things you're going to need. Obviously, you're going to need a bike and some way to carry <laughs> stuff. Uh I just thought we'd throw out the obvious first. <laughs> if, they, uh, if they don't have a bike and they don't have uh, stuff to pack in there, they're probably not listening. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, I I used to, to watch how to do that when I didn't have a bike or luggage. <laughs> really? And now look where look where it got me. Yeah. But yeah. yeah um, so, I mean, we'll get that out of the way. Then, uh, then we'll move on from there. But usually the typical setup is... Like a, a pannier on each side and top luggage. Is that fair to say for Okay, for so you need terms? a pannier in the front and in the back? Yeah. That way each wheel's weighted correctly. Yeah. One on each side. <laughs> you saw the picture. You saw the picture of when I had them both in the back. Remember? Johnny Mac told me I didn't land that wheelie. Yes. Yes, I I, I was carrying that. 45 pound weights to work out with on that trip. I swear to God. <laughs> yes. And I guess we should preface preface it this by saying uh if you are carrying fuel for your camping setup, do not carry it on your exhaust side. Why? And where did you learn that? Well, was it from one of our guests? No, I kind of thought it was you know, I don't know. Common sense? I thought Amanda blew some stuff up having her uh She did. I think her. she did it by mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was a mistake. Yes. That's how I learned it. No, but I mean I, I think she put it in the wrong side by mistake. I don't know. Oh. But Well, I remember that story, so now I always Yes, I do too. Any fuel away from the exhaust pipe, thanks to Amanda. So yes. thank you, Amanda. Sorry you went through that, but I'm glad that you shared it so that we can all remember it. Yes. It's like uh, like I was saying, she has a way of bringing the emotion and the feelings into her videos. Like that one there, like you could see it in her face that she was disgusted with herself. Yes, but, you know, like <laughs> angry with herself. Kind of like the Jocelyn Snow and her bike fell over video. You could yeah. see the look in her face when the she thing started that to go. Off so good, though. She did so well, though. Jocelyn, oh my gosh! When it fell down behind her, yeah, she, she just walked it. off the camera so <laughs> she could swear. 
Just like oh, yeah, but she made it off the camera. She that's, just that's like good. she made me call myself an asshole. <laughs> See, she's a professional. <laughs> yes. Well, when you when you meet her this weekend, which is already past when people listen to this, but yes. you can make her call you a asshole herself. <laughs> so Jocelyn saw I sent her a picture of me carrying my dog on the bike. Oh, she saw that luggage. I now I now carry a husky on my husky bike. Hmm. Uh and she told me her reply was check out ADV Goats channel. They travel with a dog. Huh. Uh ADV Goats has been a guest for us and I actually went and helped them out on the, on the Utah BDR. I just thought it was funny that that's who she Yeah. Uh, well, she knows she knows Odessa from the ambassador program probably. Yeah. Awesome people. We we've met some awesome people. Yes. So there's there's uh and we actually had the people ha- that designed that dog carrier. Yes. So that made it possible for me to carry the husky. Awesome people. Yes. Wish them luck on their journey. So for packing there's it's really personal, I've found. Uh you know, some people have to have a chair. Some people can sit on a log. But to keep it simple ish I would start with you want to try and get the weight, the heavy things, as low as possible. So the chair goes under the bike. Sure. Well, the chair's probably, I mean, depending on how much you spend on yeah, your chair. Yeah, they're not very expensive. Mine's the lightest piece of gear I have. <laughs> I've got, I've got but, a couple of Amazon ones, but they're pretty pretty light. Yeah, pretty, pretty Packs light well too. aluminum stuff. My main thing that I started throwing in the bottom of one pannier is uh, my tool roll. I used to put it in a back pocket. You've seen the Moscos, some they have yeah. the back pockets. I used to keep there, but uh, I've started keeping it just in the very bottom of the pannier on one side, keeping the weight a little lower. It does make a difference, especially when you go off road. Yeah. And uh, clothes usually now go on top for me. Really? Depending, I mean, if you're with your wife, that might be a different thing. Her clothes might weigh more than your tools. So, like I said, it's it's personalized. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that to offend anybody. I'm just from experience sometimes. No, I just meant like... For some reason, a G-string weighs more than five pairs of my boxes. I don't know. What the hell's in this bag? Just some underwear and socks? Just, just some stuff. <laughs> and, uh... There's nothing wrong with that. It's just keep that in mind. So, but, uh, yeah, water is heavy. Fuel is heavy. Usually, like dried food or if you pick up food as you go is fairly light. So, yeah, and that's going to be on top because you're picking it up before you get to camp. Yeah. And if you have eggs, you don't want to, if you have a tip over, you don't want to, uh, smash them, right? Or not, especially not deep in your bags. No, that would suck. All yeah. your clothes or something. I, I can see this happening. <laughs> no. No, I just, like, um, when you get to camp, you probably, your your tent and your, the stuff that you need to set up camp, wouldn't you want that stuff, like, on top or close to the top so you get to it easy so, enough? When I travel with Tim, he always did his tent, like, his whole camp on top. And so, I tried for a couple of years to emulate that, and, and I do love that. Um, since I have the wife or the dog now, I've been using the Moscow back countries instead of the reckless. Uh huh. And so all of my camping gear, my tent, my chair, my sleeping bag, all of that stuff fits in one side. So I've been keeping it just on the side there and then putting my clothes and cameras on top because I don't want to break the cameras. But if you have it all in one spot, that's the main thing. I think, because it's nice when you get to camp to know where your tent is and your sleeping bag and all that. Like, Tim would literally undo two straps, take his duffel over to where he wanted to set up his tent, and everything's right there. Exaggerating. Five minutes later, he's freaking, his bed's ready to go, his tent's done, and then he's just chilling by the fire while I used to do it piece by piece, you know, and that. It's not efficient, and it's not real fun to look. Well, he did it, like, for 200 nights in a row, you know? There is that, too. So, And it was hard, because I went from 
from a rookie, like my first time ever camping off a motorcycle was meeting Tim and then to meet the pro, it was good and bad because everything that I had done wrong was neon orange apparent, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's just looking at me, shaking his head. Why do he was you, nice. He why didn't... do you do that? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Kind of like entertaining wise. Why did you do that? Why did you bring three sleeping bags? Why did you bring... <laughs> he actually mentioned that when he was on the podcast. Cody might show up to camp with three sleeping bags. Yeah. Well... <laughs> that was funny shit. I thought Tim would like to review them was what I thought, so I carried them all the way through Idaho. <laughs> huh. wouldn't, rec- wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> no, because they take up a lot of space. They do, especially even down sleeping bags. They pack down small, but... You carry two, I've learned, two up. It makes, as Chappie told me from the beginning, it makes packing a little bit more challenging when you've got two people's stuff. Yeah, you share a tent, but you need two sleeping bags or a big sleeping bag and two sleeping pads or a big sleeping pad. So, I mean, these things add. And you lose that uh, real estate that you used to put some stuff in the back seat. Yeah, that's why I told the wife, no makeup, no extra underwear. No shoes. Fact, need to just, get her. We're just gonna go. We're just stuff. gonna go nudist. We're gonna go nudist. <laughs> I just watched I'm the Mabder people. again last night, and oh, you did? It, I, yeah, and Ina Ina rode it. back to camp in her bathing suit <laughs> from the lake. Yeah, yeah. I laugh at she's got awesome. her motorcycle boots on and her bikini and her helmet. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, that's funny as hell. I wonder if that DVD will play in the uh, Xbox, because I do have the DVD. I just don't have like, the uh, the digital one. It should. That's good stuff. I just got, oh, I've got a lot of shit this week. I'm so excited. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going off topic, but I just got my map. Same day I got my passport to the Wyoming BDR. Yeah, I'm still waiting for mine. Mine shipped today. Awesome. Yeah, it took it took like... It took so long I forgot that I ordered it. So when it showed up, I was like, what the hell is this now? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't order one. I get mine one in my BDR kit. Supposedly. Oh, well, then maybe I'll have two. Probably. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. So uh, My BDR I mean, kit shipped. I'm waiting to see what I what the discounts and stuff are. Yeah. I'll have to share that. I mean, yes. mine, mine will probably show up. I don't know, but. You never know. <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, a breakdown of, there's a ton of videos. I've got some videos how I pack stuff. Of course, that changes a little over time, but Tim has great videos. Uh, I think Amanda does. There's a lot of YouTube videos on how to pack. And they're all different, but I th- think a lot of them, you know, I mean, everybody eventually is going to put the weight on the bottom if you're going off-road. It just something that you learn to have to do and something worth mentioning i think especially since i got the beamer i have the stock uh exhaust pipe yep i have not taken it off and weighed it but i can guarantee that pipe i could do bench presses with and get stronger um (laughs) so um i used to try and pack like the left and right side panniers evenly off the bike weight wise I have now started packing the left side where my pipe is a little bit lighter than the right side. Hoping that that will help me not drop the wife to the left every time I go to park. Freaking DMV. Oh, your exhaust is on the left. Yeah, it's weird because most pictures I see of the Beamers are on the right. Uh, that changed when they did the re- remodel and the gas tank came out of the back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My gas tank is so by the handlebars. In the front? Yeah, normal. It's, normal. It's not, it's like uh, down between the frame and then there's like the plastic cover. Nice. I mean, I get it. Uh, a lot of manufacturers play around with moving weight around with the gas. Well, it used I'm to all, be I'm like on your bike, the gas is like under the seat. Literally. Yeah. They were like that yeah. for a good so 20 years. I tell years. the wife, you better behave because I've got a lighter. No, I'd never say that. She'd push me off the bike. <laughs> um, you know, so 
I think wait on the bottom and make sense. Like we right. were saying, all your camping stuff in one, whether it be the top, which is where most people keep Just it. Just saying, like if you're you're solo, you're going solo. Um, my thought was, uh, the, you want the stuff that you need that you're going to need while you're out and on the road to be more accessible. So you're probably going to carry yes. that in your tank bag, or at the very top of either your side bags or your your top bag. And that is a very, very good point because I I learned that the hard way just over time. Like pulling over to the side of the road and I just wanted, I don't know, a snack or, or whatever it would be. And to have to empty out my whole damn pannier to find it. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's very convenient to, like you said, just yeah. keep things compartmentalized well not just that stuff. like you're not going to use your tent more than once a day hopefully or something so right I'm really wrong <laughs> but like if we've got our air compressor little air compressors i would not keep mm-hmm. that in the bottom of one of those things i would i mean it's not that heavy i'm not going to carry it in my tank bag but i would put it somewhere in the bags to where it's near the top so i know i wouldn't have to go rummaging around too much yeah because you know when you have a problem last thing you need to do is add more problems by not being able to find what you need to fix it (laughs) or like you said having to scatter your whole bag all over the the uh, side of the road to i have no shame i'll admit it people i am that guy and have been that guy i'm trying to change that but if you've ever seen a motorcyclist all loaded up and Pulled off the side of the road looking for something, and the whole damn kitchen sink is everywhere across the side of the road. Yeah, that's me. I've been there. <laughs> it's not cool. It's frustrating. It's embarrassing. Um, and then you lose half your crap in the dirt. You forget to grab something. So Yeah, well, I was just going to point out that um, pro- uh, invest in packing cubes. Yes. Um, yes. It's much easier to keep things in cubes and put all the cubes in. And it's a lot harder to leave a pair of sunglasses behind when oh. everything's in Are you uh, saying something cube. on purpose here? <laughs> I was trying to think of something of a- that you would leave behind, and I know you left sunglasses <laughs> behind. So Yes, yes, I still have not replaced those. But <laughs> mm. Oh, Chappie, oh, I want to tell you something from my father here. From your father? He listened to the, yeah, he listened to the Hollywood episode, and uh, he loved it. Yeah? And uh, honestly, it it's the first time my father has ever, I think I'm 47 now, in my life that he's told me, wow, Cody, I think you found your calling. <laughs> so he must have really enjoyed the <laughs> podcast. That's cool. Uh, but he, he pulled a Bill Cosby on me. Bill Cosby? Yeah. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening to this, but I already told you this via text message. Basically, he, he called and complimented the heck out of both of us and Chris. He, he was like, Chris was well-spoken, you know, it's a good, good show. Anyway, he basically told me, Cody, and he's told me this so many times, he hasn't realized yet that i just never going to listen, but he, you cannot say fuck in front of people. And I said, I don't say no filth, flarn, 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 filth. And he said, you know what I mean. <laughs> so I sent him that clip from Eddie Murphy Raw or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, when Bill Cosby calls him. And tells yeah, him. when Bill Cosby calls, tells him, you cannot say fuck in front of people. <laughs> so he was very complimentary, but had to, had to throw in there, Cody, don't use the F word. So, beep, beep. Was it, was it you or button. was it beep, me? Beep, beep, beep. I'm not sure who it was. <laughs> I thought I was playing nice, but I did tell my dad, I'm like, I've hung out with Chris. You know, so he's he's just like one of the boys to me. Yeah, you know, but I know sh- he's a guest. Usually but, when we have so, guests on, we keep it kind of, I mean, I, I was we surprised. We keep it good, but. I was surprised with Toys Ron. for Twats is owned by. I know, but that was. Chris that Hollywood, was Negan awesome. Rippy. Uh, it was awesome because I wasn't expecting it. I almost fell off my I. damn chair laughing. I shit you not. I almost fell off my chair. 
and then like, to follow it up right? with Ron and you were with his balls on fire shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> he had some stories. Oh my god! I had so much fun <laughs> listening back to that. I was dying. Oh, yeah. Editing, editing that tomorrow. one was just like, oh my god! I can't believe he said that. That was so fun. I'm looking forward to editing, but I'm working on past episodes so that I don't accidentally erase a cool guest. Chappie doesn't trust me that much yet. It's all packed, and up. I don't really trust myself that much yet because. You know, it's hard enough to get a decent audio recording of awesome guests, and then the worst thing is would be losing it. So it's all backed up. I mean, if yeah, you download the file, but I don't want to use that as like the failsafe. We only want to go there if we have to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I, I want to f it up. Yeah. But so yeah, Ron, Ron was an awesome. I knew Ron would be awesome. I knew. Chris would, but you never know what you're going to get. Some people it, you know, feel comfortable been, and they I go know, right but we've been, stories. We've been really, really... Uh, we've been blessed is what we've Yeah, been. I was trying to think of the right word, but yeah, we've been not lucky, but we've been blessed, yeah, because we've had some really good, good guests that uh, were talkers, and I don't know, maybe we make them feel comfortable, so it's more yeah, like a I conversation, mean, I, but... Yeah, Ron said he had a blast. It, and they seem to enjoy it. There's only one person that said they're never coming back. And look, here, I'm still here. Chappie <laughs> uh, asked me, let's record our conversation. I've only gotten one no. FBI. I've only gotten one. You got no. a no? Yes. Who is it? Let's blast them. Bob, Bob Cherie. <laughs> Bob Cherie? Yeah. She said no? No. Wait till you get back. From meeting Jocelyn Snow, she'll come on. I know she will. Come on, maybe, Bob. I, I'm thinking that uh, maybe when we get, once I get her into her learning, maybe I can get her on talk to her. Oh yeah, we'll get some stories oh. out of that. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, goddamn chappy, he just made me do Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for these stories. <laughs> oh. I told her that no. I I told her I says, oh man, I I kind of wish that the podcast had already aired because in the training one, it, I told Cody that I was going to stick you in a box and send you to Jocelyn, <laughs> 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 and it would have been kind of funny if Jocelyn, when uh, I, I run into her tomorrow, like looked at me and said, "You are not shipping your wife to me." <laughs> <laughs> That would have been funny as shit. Well, she told me, you know, since since my wife liked Jocelyn's bike better than the KTM, she said something, your wife can come ride with me anytime. Yeah. She was just cool. Cool people. Yes. But uh, another thing for packing, uh, I would make a list, and we have resource lists on the website, correct, Chappie? Yes. And there is a BDR uh, packing list. You don't have to pack it all, but it gives you an idea of what you need to bring with you. Right. And that's it's good to go off that. That way you don't forget something. And most people I've talked to, um, especially when you start out, you take more than you, than you need. And you dwindle down over time, and that's perfectly natural and okay. So don't feel terrible yeah, and if you show depending, up. Depending on where in the country you are, if you're out by Cody – you might want to bring the kitchen sink and then next time not bring it because you didn't need it. Um, if you're yeah. in the East Coast like I am, um, you're really not going to be too far away from a store. So if you're not sure if you're going to need it, leave it behind. And if you need it, you can go to the store and get it. See, and that, uh, in, in my defense, Cody packing is just Cody packing. Okay, people, I'm not saying that my way is right for anyone because even if I'm near a store, that doesn't mean I'm going to have a last dollar to buy the goddamn part I need. So that's why I overpack. That is my excuse. I'm sticking to it. But uh, yeah, the only time that even if I would have had money, it couldn't have helped when I met Tim in Colorado at the start of that. And he showed up with knobby tires and we had talked about just leaving on our just trailish tires. Mm-hmm more road friendly and then he shows up with brand new knobbies 
uh, I suddenly really needed and wanted some knobby tires. And for the first half of Colorado, there's no tire shops. I could not get knobby tires. I could, we could have stayed in the hotel for two days and waited and like Amazoned them or whatever the hell. <laughs> but, uh, again, didn't have the fundage to sit in a hotel right. or, hi, Tim, I know we just came on this trip. Do you want to just sit here for two days and do nothing? <laughs> I mean, so, but yeah, Chappie's Ride, if, if you're out on an adventure, you probably have a slush fund so that if you need something, you can get it. I, I usually don't. You know, I, I'm thinking small things like uh, spare lighter or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but you're totally right. Um, because I even like on well. a BDR, every day, probably every day or at least every second day, you're going to hit a gas station because you have to. So, like you're saying, if there's something you're terribly missing, you can probably get it. Yeah. A few things, rain stuff to protect you from like... Being wet, I would say take something. Whether it, if your jacket is Gore-Tex or whatever, bug spray. Uh, bug spray. Yeah. You don't like the skeeters eating you? Well, I'm just. You never know. You, you might need yeah. it. You might not. But that's one of those things that you don't want to have to. If you're already make the trip a little more miserable. Well, if, if you're, you're at yeah, if you're at camp and you start getting eaten alive by mosquitoes and you don't have bug spray, you're. I mean. You probably don't want to leave camp to go get bug spray. That well, he, so you might not be able to. And if you're at a camp, if you're yeah. not at a campground where you can buy it, dancing in the smoke of the fire is said to help. It no, helps a little bit, no, not fully. No, it does help a little bit, but not fully. I tried. <laughs> I also want to preface this: uh, don't pack the day you're leaving. No, um, you want to pack no, it no, no, a no. day or two earlier. And you probably want to test the whole setup uh, a couple do of a weeks before. Down. Yes, do a shakedown. Uh, I saw sure. the dork on the road, or dork in the road, had a video pack everything and drive to the campsite and do an overnight and test your system. That is That's probably very wise the, advice. Yeah, and I thought so too. Everybody probably knows that except I didn't know. I knew it, but... When I went to Idaho, I literally got the bike two days before I was leaving. So my trial run was Idaho. I learned a lot, but yes, that is a great point. Do a shakedown because you'll notice your bike's handling weird. It's nice to notice that two weeks before the trip, then midway into the trip. <laughs> well, not just that, but he also made mention of... Um you're going to go do a overnight camp, you're going to notice if you're missing something. And it's a lot easier to do that if you're closer to home than if you're on the road. Very true. Yeah, make it easy on yourself. I mean, it doesn't have to be hard. And it's not rocket science. Hell, I get away with doing it most of the time. So Yeah, but it's a lot but easier to survive one system. night without something than it is a week Definitely. and a half. And at the same token, like if you get rained the hell out that night and learn your tent maybe it's not waterproof or something uh, yeah whatever Go get you're tent. close enough to home yeah you don't want to be thousands of miles away from home when when nope. you figure out oh i didn't seal tape my tent or whatever if your tent is not waterproof you can go you to motorcampnerd.com and get yourself a new one you yes. have some big agnes tents and they're around 300 bucks that's not a bad price that's three hotel nights. Yeah, and you own it for well. Yep, and then it's free. I'd say I've got at least two hundred nights in mine. Yeah, we're going to stay at so the, that paid for hotels. We're staying at the Marriott tomorrow night. You are? Yeah, a block from Bob's, and it's going to cost me a hundred bucks. Yep, that's a third you of are? the tent, baby. You are? Yeah, well, I ain't camping in fucking March. <laughs> I was going to do that last night. Uh, no. Something told me better. My daughter broke up with her boyfriend. My wife had a crappy day at work. So I, I I, realized the universe said there was a reason that I couldn't quite get everything packed. I was dragging my feet. I don't know why. I think I'm a little scared because it's been months since I camped by myself, which sounds stupid because I've done it a lot. But apparently, if you watch too much Alaska shows about bears 
and all sorts of stuff that I do in the winter. Uh, it's just weird to me because you'd think once you'd done it once, you'd have it licked. But I'm not going to lie. I'm a little little apprehensive. I don't want to know back, why you've been licking bears. Well, well, don't, don't, they, uh, don't discuss somebody it. Somebody told don't, me they don't, give, don't discuss it. <laughs> they give you money, somebody told me, and I'm short on that. <laughs> I thought I could talk one of the dumb bears into carrying my motor to Washington for me. Say hi to Bimoto. <laughs> Was his name Yogi or Boo Boo? Boo Boo. <laughs> and he said, kiss me on my Boo Boo. Yeah. Best yeah, me words for me. So I, I would say keep keep your tent stuff, camp stuff in one, your clothes in one, your food and cook system in one. And don't, like Chappie said, put that on the exhaust side because you'll be in for supplies. Mm. It go boom. Yes. <laughs> and if you're traveling in a group, that can help. However, I travel with Tim and other people and just being solo i found it's good if you can be independently set. So, worst case, you're with a group, you get separated, you have to spend the night, you've got some way to cook your food that night. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, there's schools of thought both ways, breaking stuff up and having people carry this and that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just from my point, I like to know that I'm good no matter what. Yeah, I think there's... Uh like a, a redundancy that, you know, like there me is, and you are. There is pros and cons. Well, yeah, I mean, Definitely. me and you are both going to be riding B&Ws when we go on our trip. Uh, is it necessary for both of us to carry full tool sets? I mean. Right. No, probably not. Now, is it necessary for both of us to maybe carry a pump? Just in case you get ahead or I get ahead and get a flat. Obviously, yeah, pump's one small. of us would probably come back, but yeah. A, a, but I'm the saying pump there's is... people that are extreme, extreme, right. and they will, one person in five will have a pump, and one person in five will have a socket set, and okay. one person in five, you know, and that's okay. What, what happens if okay. your pump doesn't work? Yeah. I, I'm just saying my perspective, I prefer to... Tim told me, and I took it literally. I don't know if he means it or what, but ride your own ride and be able to take care of yourself, basically. Yeah. Not that I want to get separated from you, but when you're especially off-road, I mean, if you're on the road splitting stuff up, I don't think that's a big deal because you can fly yeah, somebody down, get a ride, you know, well, but. Off-road, off I mean, if we're not going to be within, like, visual of each other. Uh, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not riding off road by myself. I mean, it just ain't happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, so I would say the that's the opposite. not really a smart thing to ride off road by yourself. So right. I'm not saying I condone it. I just do it because nobody will ride with me. No. <laughs> I, I know, but I, I'm saying like me and you are going on a trip. You know, we're going to be doing a BDR. We should be within. Shouting distance. Within Cena reach. Yeah. But, like, um, if I'm carrying a, a, a jump starter, you might not have to. They're small. Right. They're small. I mean, tools is a big thing. Like, um, you're carrying the tools. Maybe I carry the the uh, kitchen stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm carrying kitchen stuff always. But I see what you're saying totally. Cause, and just being in contact but that brings up a good point because if you're gonna split stuff up um communication beforehand like Chappie's saying now we're we should be within you know seeing a reach or within sight of each other whatever right if we don't communicate that bef before we ride then it would be kind of just a mistake i think to not communicate that so kind of talk over to your riding buddies and and see what everybody's planning ex expectations you know because it's good especially off-road to have if we haven't seen or heard you for five minutes or something whatever absolutely just random talk then we're gonna stop we'll wait five minutes and then we're coming you know just some sort of communication to make sure everyone's good and and whatever yeah because i mean I it, if you're going on a trip with somebody to ride your own ride and 
you know, you're going to go at your speed and I'm going to go at my speed. That's not going on a trip with somebody, in my opinion. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, I mean, I see see both ways. That's how Tim, Tim travels that way, you know, on the road, try to stay together. Yeah. On the road. Fine. But if I'm going off road with somebody and they're going to check out, I'm not riding with them anymore. Yeah. And that's, you get that by communicating beforehand is what I'm saying. Because to not communicate that and then find that out when you're on the trip, that would suck. Oh, so the guy I'm going with just wants to get this done in two days and it's a 10-day trip. Yeah, that's... Um, I wish I'd have known that before I went on the trip because I wouldn't have gone, right? Right. So commu- communication just goes a long ways. Well, I I would end my trip right then and there. I mean, if they're gonna like check out and leave me off road alone, yeah, that that's not happening. You know, and see, spot and or no spot, you know, you know. I mean, the the whole point of doing the off road thing. I mean, you watched the BDR films. I don't think there's been a BDR film without somebody wiping out. No, no, you know. Usually so, the first day is when that shit happens. It seems, right, but, but like. <laughs> You and Tim have gone and you've helped him pick up his bike and stuff. You guys don't check out on yeah. each other. No, we don't check out, but we communicate like some days you're just feeling, hey, I need to see, be in the scenery. Like if you're on 10 days with the same person, uh, maybe our check-in time is we haven't heard you for five minutes. Maybe one day we do 10 minutes. You know, we don't totally change it. Like I'm not seeing you all day, but it's it's individual and just communicate it because um you don't you don't want to travel to wherever you're going to do your ride and then find out that somebody's jeremy mcgrath and wants to finish it you know or you also don't want to find out that you've got two weeks off work and this guy wants to drag it out for six weeks (laughs) yeah you know you can you can simply just nip that in the butt by talking beforehand oh yeah kind of getting that yeah, I just, I mean, if your safety is imperative, if you're on the road, very I can important. S- I can see doing the whole ride your own ride and meet you, you in the go next your, town. Yeah, meet you in the next town, or I feel like going down this road. Uh, you know, we'll meet at X X place. But when you're going off road, that you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, it's, it is different. Doubly off road for sure. Doubly. Well, yeah, because now both of you are alone. Yeah. So, yeah, being off-road, just be safe because uh, if you like adventuring, then you probably want to do it many times. So, don't make one adventure a stupid decision that you should just, you know, just be safe. It's funny how uh, packing led to that. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's part of packing because when you go on group rides, you know, people tend to split stuff up and... Yeah, so on, on road, I'm not led. splitting stuff up because... On road? On road. Because, again... Why not on road? Somebody's going to ride like a jackass. I'm going at my own place. I'm going to ride Somebody's my own... going to get thrown in jail? No, I'm going <laughs> to ride my own ride. And I make it to where I make it, you know? If we have a meetup spot, we have a meetup spot. I don't know. Yeah. On the road, I'm probably... No, that's good to know. On the road, I'd rather be by somebody because I'd have less experience on the road than I do off. So, I totally get it. That's funny. Like, I've never gone with a group of people riding on road, ever. Yeah, I usually end so. up. But it's just like off-road, somebody's a hot shot and then it ends up escalating. I usually try to ride by myself on the road. Less chance of falling over and nobody finding you. Whereas if you're yeah. off-road, you could fall over and nobody could find you for days. Yeah. I guess it could be the, the East Coast. And then Coast, they find West out Coast I thing. was just hiding and didn't want to see anybody, and then they're all pissed off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, John did that to me. Remember? They pulled that prank on me. Oh, yeah. Mean. He went off the side of the it road. was actually mean. I mean, it's kind of funny, but I was in full heart attack panic mode. Yeah, that... Thinking my buddy was dead, and it was just a joke. (laughs) I'm going to – I owe them one. You do. (laughs) All righty. 
I've pack, I'm going to pack it in. <laughs> pack it in, baby. Pack it in. I mean, but yeah, we've got resources. Uh, you can check out packing lists. You'll know what you need. Pack it how you want. Try and weight it, you know, respectfully to each side. And you don't want all the weight on the top either, unless you really want to do wheelies the whole time. I mean, some people are into right. that. And uh, make it. At least semi-organized. You said packing cubes. I love, love packing cubes. And yeah. uh, sometimes either the packing cube doesn't come in time or you just didn't have enough to buy another set. Uh, Ziploc bags can work in a pinch. Yeah, or dry bags. Packing cubes. You can head to yeah. Walmart and get those dry bags for, what did you say they were, three bucks or something I got set. Yeah, it's not not bad. But it's it's just nice when you... I don't know, want to make a cup of coffee, your coffee and your sugar or creamer or whatever is in one spot, you know. You don't have to, like, empty the whole thing. Right. And if you do, it's a lot easier to do it with packing cubes. Yes. Plus, you know, you can use packing cubes as a pillow if you have to. If you forgot your damn pillow on this trip, your uh, sock or shirt packing cube could be a pretty comfy pillow, actually. Could just make sure you use the clean ones, not the dirty ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna use them again. Now that's terrible. <laughs> I'm never gonna oh, use why? them. Again. I couldn't sleep last night. It smelled like a bear just shit over here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, never mind. That was my dirty underwear. That was just my dirty packing cube. <laughs> maybe make maybe maybe we should start a trend in every. Maybe we should make Throttled Adventures Packing Cube, one of them brown. That way you know you don't sleep on this, you don't eat on this, this no. is the you dirty need your, one. You need the cheap, <laughs> the cheap <laughs> dry bags from Walmart, and you stuff the dry bags with the dirty laundry. <laughs> that works too. I'm just trying to yes. think of a marketing ploy here. <laughs> I don't want a shit. The throttled adventure of shit bag, where you put your shitty yeah. clothes. <laughs> uh, Watch now, some other channels can use that. <laughs> they can have the shit bag. They can have the shit bag. <laughs> yes. Alrighty. <laughs> so head on over to Moto Camp Nerd and MotoAtomic.com and use a discount code Throttled ADV. And you can save, save on money, your money, purchase. Money. Get your cool stuff that you like to pack up and ride with. Yes. Reliable stuff. Photo Camp Nerd has his stores open. and Yeah, I'm so happy for you, Ben. Yes. Good job. So happy. We can't wait to see it. And one thing you never forget on your camps, ever, ever, or you have sinned beyond redemption, is your gas can hoodie. From Mototomic. Yes. Just saying. I thought you were going with sin. the coffee. No, no. That'll, that'll be coming Thro- up Throttled Adventures soon. Adventure Fuel. There will be a link in the description, and you can head over and over to the website and find it there as well. Alrighty. So, I hope you all have a good week. Keep uh, the rubber on the road or the dirt. And I guess uh, until next week... Till next week, don't sleep on the brown fucking bag. Sorry, Dad. <laughs>